Check, 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 check. Yo, is this thing on? Good. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jack, co-host of Underemployed, dropping these velvety smooth tones on your ear holes and shit. Look, before we get into this episode, some real quick house cleaning business we got to take care of. First of all, the NBA Draft Lottery. We meant to talk about it. We forgot about it. Real quick, though, the NBA Draft Lottery being an hour long is garbage. Hot, 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 hot garbage. Second point, we recorded this on Thursday. We mentioned it in the show that the Caps were playing that night. We both gave an optimistic outlook, but the Caps ended up losing. So even though it sounds outdated now in the show, you know what? That's how the Caps roll. Third point, in regards to last week's Q&A episode with the question about what our first words were, and I had frankly forgotten mine. I was talking with my sister about this on Mother's Day lunch because, you know, your voice classy and shit. So we were talking about it, and I was reminded that my first real words were more of a sentence, and that the sentence was, according to my sister, and I'm quoting verbatim, this lollipop tastes really good. You know why? Because your boy apparently wanted to wait until he was fluent and sufficient in grammar and shit before he started talking. So anyway, yeah, that's how it rolls. We were just going to get into this episode real quick. Hit that drop. Hit that beat. Nigga, you need to get up, get out, and get something. Don't let the days of your life pass by. You need to get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? And welcome back to Underemployed, Episode 7. A lot of people didn't have us making it this far, David, but you know what? We persevered. Sim! 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 What y'all know about Sim? Pay me! I certainly didn't have us making it this far. No, that should say something. Both of the hosts thought that we would last under five episodes, but you know what? We made it. Not only that, last episode, the Q&A, you, the fans, asked. We, the hosts, answered. David, I thought it was a riveting success. Oh, I, I certainly think it was. And I would like to clarify that I didn't think that we would give up. I figured we would have been hit with some sort of a legal cease and desist. <laughs> I would say apologies to PJ Anderson, but... No. No. Yeah. No, no, no apologies, no mercy. No. Uh, PJ, you got a problem? There's an open invite on this show. You, PJ, so, there's an open invite for you to talk about your problems. <laughs> Now that goes against the grain last week when I said PJ Anderson would never be on this show, but again, plans change. I've talked I've talked Jack to his senses. <laughs> Aggressiveness. Anyway, PJ Anderson taking up way too much time on the show. This is not the PJ Already. Anderson. Already. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, that son of a bitch makes my blood boil. Anyway, so one one of the reasons that we started the show and David came up with the title Underemployed was that David and I were both in a position where you know, we're not full-time employees yet. Uh, well, I, I am, true. but I have full-time work that doesn't... It pays the do... bills. Yeah, it pays the bills, but, that's about it. But it does, yeah, exactly, but it doesn't, you know, hey, you know, it's, you're not living superfluously. I mean, I'm not even living extemporaneously, but, you know, I'm living. I'm doing all right. So, I wanted to talk, because I know it's actually good that we tried to record this a couple days ago. And I was in a real down funk about where the job status was, so it's probably better we waited a few days. Uh, but so, David, how's the job, either the job search or the job hunt been for you lately? Honestly, it's been it's been fine. Uh, I've I've got some leads. I'm looking around. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm there, there are several things that I need to get in order before I start looking for other work. Um, Bethany and I are looking for a new place um we're moving out of out of the the trap house as as i have affectionately called it for four years now 
Um, and we're moving over to a different part of town, uh, still within Fredericksburg, though uh, in a little more of a, a warehousey district, and um, ironically down the street from what has become the the most talked about store in Fredericksburg, Odin's Chosen, yeah, which which is a uh, turns out to be a leather working store uh, run by neo Nazis. Now, and white supremacists, so that's fun. I was gonna say, if you want a fun combination, not a good, not necessarily good. A I fun think. combination. Yeah. Well, let's say, let's say for the record, officially, David and I, the underemployed position, we do, we are not fans of neo Nazis. We just want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That should. The fact that we have to <laughs> have to take a stand on that, and yeah, we are. Just. You know, I am. I am all for punching neo Nazis. So, aside from punching, wanting to punch neo Nazis, why did you? Uh, why are you guys looking to move? Uh, we just want to. We want a place to ourselves. Um, not that I don't enjoy. Not not that we don't enjoy our current roommate, Jake. But Bethany um, and I want a place of our own. We want our own space. We want to. That makes sense. Uh, take the next steps in our. T- take that next step in our relationship. I was gonna say. So now that you guys have been together for over three years, that would be the next big step. You and well, Luna. Would also be there, I assume. Luna, Luna will be there. Yeah. The potato, the the, the potato in chief. <laughs> uh, can you tell? Can you not to digress too much? Can you quickly tell the story of uh, that you told on Twitter about Luna the other day when you were watching the Caps game? Which one? When I've got were, several stories about Luna. <laughs> you were making the one where the one where she used to run into the the one where she used to headbutt doors. No, I love it. Actually, you know, screw it. Let's go. Let's hear that story first. I mean. Luna likes to headbutt doors open, particularly the bathroom door, while I'm uh, using it. Is she a soccer hooligan? Um, I, you know, she might as well be. Um, <laughs> she just, uh, she does not like doors. She really, you know, she views the house entirely as her space, and uh, you know, she's a cat, so they are want to do that. And then you, the other day, when I think when the cat's game was on, you were making chili in the kitchen, right? Or not chili. Uh, shit. You were making something, though, and you had just gotten up from your space briefly. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, honestly, no, I had just gotten up to get a beer out of the fridge. <laughs> so, which takes an act, I don't know, 15 seconds? If that, I come back and she's curled up right in the spot I was sitting and is just asleep. And so I um, I had to move. I was going to say, that's, that's sort of one of those hills you're not willing to die on. That is not a hill I am willing to die on. Not even in the slightest. So, will, is the location of your guys' new place advantageous to either you or Bethany, or is it just a, again a fresh start? It's just—I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a little bit closer to work for me. Um, about the same amount of time for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's more just—it's more just a change of scenery than anything else. Uh, uh, that'll be nice. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's down the street from one of my favorite restaurants in town, so you know that's nice. Do you want to give them a free, the free plug? Mason Dixon Cafe yeah, on uh, Princess Anne Street in downtown Fredericksburg. If you're uh, down there, go there, but, not the neo-Nazi place. Yeah, yeah. Go to go to Mason Dixon. Uh, breakfast all day, fired uh, biscuits and gravy. Ooh, that's some southern comfort. Mm-hmm. So in my case, I'd say, I actually did get a good, I got a call back on one of the jobs I'd applied to this week, which is a good start, but I had been sort of in a... In a funk? Yeah, ex- 
exactly. I graduated. I, I have this. You and I have similar stories. I mean, it, I didn't graduate until last year, about a month and a half before I turned 25, and it's a year later. And I, you know, I'm still working part time at my job at the gym, which, for what it is, is fine. But you know, it, it's part of that can it just wears you down. Like the little things start to wear down on you once you work that type of job for a long time. As I'm sure you can relate, just any job. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. 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 Well, and, and, you know, there's there's that feeling of, like, I'm doing something that's, you know, while it pays the bills and, you know, I'm, I'm a productive member of society doing it, I don't feel a, a, a tremendous amount of satisfaction or vindication from what I do. And, you know, that, that can be frustrating. Yeah, and, and for me, too, because I commuted to college and community college, and I'm still living with my parents while, you know, I'm saving up money, which... On one hand, great, I don't have to do my laundry. I don't have to pretend like I really know how to do laundry. Uh, but on the other hand, when I'm gonna be off my parents' health insurance in about a month, a month and a half. I, I don't wanna, actually, I just realized today's the anniversary of me graduating. And so I'd, I'd like to be in a spot where I'm at least getting a full-time salary. And, and it's, it, you, around this area too, I don't wanna keep making, I don't wanna sound like I'm making excuses, but it can be, hard when all of you, most of your peers are uber driven and uber successful and you're sort of feel like you're behind the pack i don't know if i can speak i don't know if may, i'm not i don't want to necessarily speak for you on that but i know i can sort of feel that way i mean i i enjoy what i do um that's you and i are looking to do different things with our lives at least at the current moment <laughs> uh i'm you know, I'd like to continue working in beer. I think it's an industry that I that I really enjoy, and I think it's a, a thing that can can grow and develop into something that could be not only a force for entertainment, but it could also be a, a cause for good. I think that there are a lot of breweries and brewers that have an interest in, in doing charitable work, but don't really know how to get started or where to start. And so I think that's a sort of a, a, a hole that needs, or a vacuum that needs to be filled that and I can... Yeah, I was gonna say that fits you very well because I know you. You've you've always wanted to do something where you felt like you were helping people. I feel like maybe at times you feel like, oh, do I have to sacrifice wages or living versus you know satisfaction? What you mentioned, feeling satisfied with the work I do. Uh, but at least I can see you doing something like that, where okay, I'm filling both of these needs. It's something I want to do. It's something where I feel like I'm helping people, and it still pays the bills. Yep. Well, that's good then. So, underemployed, still for the moment, perhaps underemployed, but you know, things are looking a little brighter. Uh, I say that as it's gloomy outside and, and cloudy, and it is has been all week, but we're going to move forward. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to talk about your specialty, the Washington Capitals, who I uh, doubted, many doubted, but they came back. They defeated the Pittsburgh Penguins. They, they got the monkey off their back. They're in the conference finals. They, they play, we're recording some Thursday. They, record, they play later tonight. Yep. Game four. Uh, they are currently up in the series 2-1. Uh, they have one more game at... Uh, Koa. Verizon, Verizon Center. Yeah. Or is it, I guess it's Capital, Capital One Arena now. Yeah. I still sometimes slip up and call it MCI. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I just... The phone booth, as they sometimes call for all the various names, still works. So. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, all of them telecom companies until Capital One. I mean, I'm a San Francisco Giants fan, and they changed the name of their park. They have three different names for their park in 
four years or so. So I can relate to just going, ah, what is it now? Okay, cool, great. Um, so I watched a little of game three, which I assume was disappointing, thinking they're coming back with a 2-0 lead. And they, they quickly got down, and, and it just, you know, they got a little back into it when, it, when they got to 3-1 on the Conley goal, but other than that, it seemed like they were just sort of deflated. Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's a lot of things you could say about how that game went. I think they played decently well. I think part of the problem is, and, you know, Wilbon has talked about this incessantly, is... DC's got kind of a minor league sports attitude. Um, part of it is we have so many transplants in DC. Um, part of it is, is that people are so entitled. They, they feel entitled to championships, especially with the Capitals. They feel like, you know, we should have won them. We should have won a couple at this point. And, you know, I don't disagree. We should have won a couple. Yeah. We haven't. Um, but. You know, as soon as things start to go a little bit sideways, all of a sudden the, the Verizon Center is just like... The ship be Verizon, yeah. Verizon Center becomes a Quaker meeting house. It's just <laughs> silent. Like, there is no noise. You can hear people... You, like, you, you, could, you can hear people farting across the arena. Like, it is just deathly quiet. And, that's, and that comes from... I feel like they've... Even if the players have gotten over that we can't get out of the second round thing, it's still fresh in the fans' minds. So the, the, the you're right. When they get down, even one nothing, you sense this little bit of dread. And then I will, they got there loud when they got There is a one. lot of sphincter clenching. It's, <laughs> sure. That's, that's, I guess, the best way to describe it. I do think the Caps will probably win this series, but I think history has taught us to not... I mean, I'm hopeful. I, I genuinely think that the Caps can go and win this thing. Um, they, they absolutely, they they have, they're seven they one have, on the road in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they're they're bigger, they're faster. Um, they might not be as. How do I say this? Tampa Bay's uh, top like top five, their top line, their top their their top offensive and top defensive lines are as good as the Capitals' top offensive and defensive lines. The the Thing that helps the Capitals though is that they've got a better third and fourth line, which I think Tampa does not. So, what what I would like to see Trotz do is sort of mix things up, um, at least on the second and third, maybe fourth line. The first line's fine. Yeah. Uh, Ovechkin, Wilson, and Kuznetsov. And you know who would have thought that Tom Wilson, <laughs> who's you know handsome but a bit of a goon. Yeah. I love the map. I, I free, you know, I have, uh, I have changed my Twitter name in honor of him to Tom Trilson, Rider of Lightning. <laughs> I didn't see that one, but I like that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, Wilson is interesting because just, again, from a casual perspective where you go, man, this guy is at the heart, not the heart of the team, but one of the guys who's been there forever and he's been a huge part. And he was a draft pick in the team. He's played in the, he played in the minors. He's steeped in the team. He's, um, he feels a need for them. He's not, um, he's not an, he's not an all-world offensive talent. He's not Evgeny Kuznetsov. He's not Alex Ovechkin. He's not Nicholas Backstrom. He's not TJ Oshie. But he's he's a solid offensive player, and he provides a little bit of steel in in that lineup. But then it just becomes an issue of man, 
he just does dirty stuff that is sort of he's, hard to embrace. I, but you know what? He's our asshole. I guess, yeah. It depends. He's like, he's uh, It's one of those situations where if he played on any other team, I'd hate his guts. That's true. But he plays for my team, so I love him. My dad loves to tell the story of his, uh, his mother. Uh, she, so when the Lakers got Dennis Rodman in 1999, she hated Dennis Rodman because she was he was on those Pistons teams in the late 80s and the bad boy Pistons exactly, baby like just hate you know everything he stood for. And my dad called her. This was 99, and mm-hmm. said one uh, just told her, "Hey, the Lakers got Rodman." And he heard this about five second pause, and she just goes, "Well, he's a good rebounder." That's, <laughs> you know that's that's the sort of same thinking. Um, with certain like I told you when Nick Young was on the Lakers, I couldn't. No, I still rooted against him. I wanted him to go over 20 every game. So it, it's just, uh, it depends. Also, so speaking of the NBA playoffs, the Cavs lost last night as we record this. Uh, or I'm sorry, not last night, two nights ago. Uh, the Warriors lost last night. Cavs are down 2-0. Um, probably a sign that LeBron's going to leave. But uh, it, it just depends on uh, if Cleveland comes to the LeBron's gone, uh, please. Yeah, we, we, you know. That team is just, so bad without him. Um, there is just nothing doing there. I would not be surprised to see him. Honestly, I don't think he's going to Philly. Uh, I, yeah, think that, I think Philly stands to lose too much with him if, if they have to. They have too much. They have to give up too much to get him. Yeah. Um, and he and, Sim- he and Simmons are similar players, and Simmons isn't a shooter, so it won't that that fit won't fit well on the team because LeBron needs to have the ball. Mm-hmm. So that's I, the problem. I is think no great fit I think him. if he goes anywhere, um, outside pick certainly the Utah Jazz. <laughs> you know that would be if the, I will say this: if if LeBron James joins the Utah Jazz this summer, uh, you heard it here for you heard it here first. Uh, we will we will find a way to to reimburse David for his genius. Well, it happens, just probably. Not. I, it's not a. That's not a bad place for him. That's not a bad position for him to land in. Think no, about it. You've got agree. a pass first guard in Rubio who yeah. will just feed LeBron the rock, yeah. which is what he needs. You've got a. You've got an offensive. You've got, they, they've got Donovan another Mitchell offensive threat great. in Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert's great. Arguably one of the best big men in the NBA. That for sure. So I'm with you where it makes sense. And they've got standpoint. and they've got uh, Jay Crowder on the wing. Yeah. So they've got you know they've got us. Uh, well, LeBron they, wanted they, tra- Jay Crowder a- traded because he couldn't do anything for him <laughs> earlier this year. He was on the Cavs, and then LeBron. Yeah, they the- also traded Dwayne Wade yes. when Dwayne Wade would have been nice to have on the roster now. By the way, they traded Dwayne Wade for a second round pick in I think 2022. Like we could all be dead in 2022. That's how little the Cavaliers thought of Dwayne Wade at the time. It was like, hey, well, yeah. We'll get you a second Kobe, round pick in look, five years. This, this new this new GM they've got, Kobe Altman. Like yeah. it's his first time as an NBA GM, and he's just he's trying. He's getting he's getting worked. Yeah, I will I will say other other GMs are just like oh we're good oh you want to trade your second best player yeah. arguably the corner uh, arguably the the future cornerstone to your franchise because LeBron yeah, doesn't we'll, like we'll him trade, that much yeah we'll sure. Tra- We'll trade you like a, what a second round and a bunch of a bunch of picks that are gonna ultimately fail out on you. Isaiah, half those half the teams half the players on that trade aren't even on the team say, anymore. So they traded him for if Isaiah not, Thomas and Jay Crowder, and then uh, they traded Kyrie for Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas, and then Isaiah Thomas got traded to the Lakers, and Jay Crowder got traded to the Chaz. Uh, so essentially, for Rodney just, Hill and George George Hill and Rod, or, yeah George Hill Rodney Hood who aren't doing anything. That's right. 
Nope. So it looks bad for the Cavs. Uh, the Warriors lost I, last night. I'm really, I really, having watched just a little bits of both of those games, yeah. break out the brooms, y'all. Yeah. I, I really, this is going to be the first, I, I honestly think this is going to be the first time LeBron gets swept in his career. I think they salvage a game. I think, or two. But I think it looks they're like going, Boston. They're who going I back to Boston. I know. where they, that's So the, Boston looks like they're going to win the series. And shout out to Boston losing their two best players, including the aforementioned Kyrie. And I can't even, you can't even say that they lost their two best players. They had Gordon Hayward for all of like 15 five, minutes. Five, five minutes into the season and Hayward goes down with the worst, one of the worst. Uh, don't you know, if you haven't seen Gordon Hayward's injury, uh, don't. as Scott as Scott Van Pelt would say, that's a bad beat. That's a yep. That's true. Yeah, I guess that's so, one way of looking at it. It's a bad beat. So now we move on from sports. Uh, I wanted to. What did we wanted to talk about? Uh, any new music that you were really digging the last few days? Uh, I have been listening to Flatbush Zombies' Vacation in Hell and. Uh, J. Cole's KOD pretty much continuously for the last, like, week. Um, I, like K- I like KOD I think, a little bit, you know? I love Vacation in Hell. Okay. Love that album. Uh, I've been I've been a Flatbush fan for a few years now. Um, KOD, I, I fits and starts. Um, it has its moments where I think it's really, 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 really elegant and really, really well done. Um, and then moments where I think, it, you know, it's Cole being Cole. Yeah, okay. uh, my problem with but, his last album was that I thought he was becoming the woke rapper. Like I thought he was like, oh, he complained about Santa Claus. I was like, okay, great. I mean, he's always he's always been he's always been a little bit different than everybody else, and that's always you know that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I will say, Childish Gambino's "This Is America" video has like shaken everybody right. up. Um, yeah. I still haven't. Se- I will say I, I still haven't seen it or heard the track. Um, it's it's more impactful, I think, as a video than just as a song, because yeah. um, you you there's a lot more to see and there's a lot more to, to unpack with the video. Um, Bethany and I have tickets to go see Gambino and Ray Sremmerd at Verizon Center. That's an or interesting. That is an interesting arena. <laughs> the phone booth. Uh, that's an interesting combo. Yeah, I was. I was. I remember seeing somewhere that it was going to be Gambino and Vince Staples, and so I was. Which makes sense. I. Hundred percent there for that, yeah. but uh, Ray Sremmert, I'll get down to it. Like they've they've got some they've got some fun tracks. They've got Jimmy's one. They've really got one work. really good song. <laughs> they've got a couple of good songs. Yeah, that's true. They've uh, got a couple. You know, and and this is just somebody who's not actively listening to them. Like I, I'm not gonna stand, I'm not gonna be out here saying, oh, they're not good. I just not what I've actively listened to. I'll probably catch the last ten minutes of last 10, 15 minutes of their set. Hopefully, they'll but, end uh, with. I'm going videos. for Gambino. Yeah. And uh, and and I think it's good where anytime you can get music that gets people talking in at least a positive manner, not like uh, we've seen Azalea Banks or Kanye the last. Few weeks. Yeah. Can, can we touch on Kanye? Can we touch on to just stop? I've told you. What I, was her? What was her latest asinine thing? She got mad at Cardi B for culture appropriation. I think. That's right. Cardi B, who grew up in the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently yeah, that's Cardi, not good Cardi enough for Azalea Banks. Cardi who's, Cardi who's steeped in it? Who's like still living it? Oh yeah. That, that Cardi. Azalea Banks, I think I've told you this before. I have never heard a second of Azalea. I've heard 20 seconds of one Azalea Banks song once in my entire life. All I know about Azalea Banks is that she's an asshole. That's the only she thing made, I know about her. She made one song. 212, right? 212. Yeah. And it's, it's a dope track. 
but she's an asshole. <laughs> she is. She is an unrepentant shithead. Right. And a, a habitual line stepper. stepper. He's a habitual line stepper. <laughs> she got banned from Twitter. That's hard to do. No, it's not. Well, let me rephrase that. You don't see a lot of people who like you don't you see know, a lot of you don't see a lot of people who look like her getting banned from Twitter. Exactly. You don't she got uh, Russell Crowe to like tell her, yo, you're being too weird and violent, I have to kick you out. Russell Crowe! Russell Crowe, who will punch anybody who gets in, in the way Oi, of Oi, Saga! <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh my god, it's Russell Crowe! Oh my god, it's Russell Crowe! Oh my god, Why don't you go flush yourself down a toilet, you cunt? Uh, no, but... Like that's the if that's the level you're at, I, I again underemployed's official position. Azalea Banks, chill out a little bit, or just stop talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think more just stop, yeah. please. Yeah. Would you shut the f- up? Uh, at least with Kanye, for example, uh, and we don't, you know, that's a very that's a different, you know, we might want to like kind of walk walk lightly around that. Kanye's always really said controversial shit and has always tried to say controversial shit just to get attention. When someone comes up and says something like, I am a god, everybody says, who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was, a god. I just told you, that's who I think I am. And can back it up with his music a lot of this. I know you didn't really like Life of Pablo. I'm, I, I sort of also worry that the quality of his music has been going down lately, so. I hope that's not a pattern. You can't, you can't expect a guy to put out, you know, Graduation is a phenomenal record. Yeah. Late Registration, a phenomenal record. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, a phenomenal oh, record. 808s and Heartbreaks was a decade ahead of its time. Right, and I didn't love it, and I still don't love it, but that was that was a new, he, he was bold on that, to try that. Like, you know, give him all the credit for that. I am the number one most impactful artist of our generation. And now, you know, I didn't like Yeezus very much. I felt Yeezus tried way too hard to be something he's not, which is a minimalistic sort of sound. And Kanye, the reason why Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is maybe the best hip hop album ever is because that's that's grandiose. That's like Kanye spitting as much as he can into every little bit. That's Kanye's, that's Kanye's fits of grandeur. Right. Like. Kanye is not, uh, Jesus reminded me far too much of, um, Death Grips mm-hmm. without having any of that, like, real anger that Death Grips has. Because then, because when Kanye gets angry, it's about shit you and I can't relate to. Yeah, Kanye gets mad about where the hell's my damn croissant. Hurry up with my damn croissants! And these Givenchy sneakers <laughs> cost, you know... They were supposed to cost me five grand. They instead cost me nine grand. I'm just like, yeah, Kanye, I can really yeah, empathize with you Kanye. having to spend nine grand on sneakers. And that's the thing with on uh, Life of Pablo, he has facts, which was actually a hot. It's a hot track, but it's a diss track towards Nike. It's towards a corporation because it's it, they didn't give him the creative freedom and money that he wanted. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. He's also on his third shoot, third or fourth shoe deal. Like, yes. mm, come on, Kanye. Yeah, it, it's the old saying of if you ran into an asshole in the morning, you ran into an asshole. If you run into assholes all morning, you're the asshole. Kanye is. But, you know, the dude, the dude made some great music and still has it in him to make great music. It's just, uh, it's hard to ignore all the 
extracurricular. Right, it's getting harder and harder. You hear about slavery for 400 years? For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. <laughs> but on the other hand, you know what? Salute him because he made uh, he made four classic albums in my mind. Those first three in, in Dark Twisted Fantasy are, are impeccable. Anything else that we wanted to talk about? Um... I don't particularly have anything else to cover. Um, trying to think if there's... Well, no, that's about it. Yeah. Um, that that kind of wraps it up for me. I'm uh, going to spend the rest of today doing dishes and packing up the house and starting that. We move out at the end of the month, so I've got to figure out what I'm going to do with all of the things that I own. Yeah, you, there's a lot of good sh like little shit around the house. That's well, and we've we've been here now. Uh, I've at least have been here for going what will be four years. Um, with I've had probably close to a close to ten other roommates. Yeah. So like people have people have left stuff here. There's you know there's stuff probably stashed away in places that I'm gonna have to just throw out or figure out what to do with yeah i mean it's just that a trap which is a shame but you know what you got it just from all the good memories but on the other hand i'm sure you'll be happy to have a toilet downstairs that doesn't squeal when you flush it so like a tea kettle yeah, yeah no no more no more shrieking toilet <laughs> i think i might title the episode shrieking toilet uh <laughs> i like that episode title shrieking toilet and on that note uh yeah you know what i think we this is a good episode we talked about a lot we talked about us y'all wanted to hear more about our job status we told you about it you yeah. know we did the thing raw like life david any final words um nah i got nothing else to add to this um take care of you people be good to each other yeah stay in school or don't. I mean, whatever. Don't. It's your life. It's a free country. Expel me. And when the principal would tell me I was nothing and I wouldn't amount to see. I made my first million and counted it. Now look at a fucking dropout that quit. Stupid as shit. Rich is fucking proud of it. That's why I don't wanna go.